Heroes of Fan of Biffy? Uh, I am a fan of Biffy circa 2008 to 12. Puzzle uh, through to Only Revolution, that kind of era. Only Revolutions is a great album. Absolute killer album. Is that the, was Only Revolutions the double album? Or was that the one that came I out? I think it was. I think it was, yeah. Uh, I'm going to have to double check that now. That, I think it's the one that had many of horror on it. Many of horror. Many of horror. Only revolutions by uh, fifth studio album. Uh, God, two thousand nine. That's insane. That's crazy. I can't believe how old it is. Oh no, it's just one. So it must be the next one was the double then, wasn't it? Lonely revolution. Wait, hold on. Is that album? Oh, I don't know. Who knows? Anyway, they anyway, got some good songs. Yes, I I like them. Uh, I like. Puzzle Era a lot. That was uh, one of the first bands I saw that was like me choosing to see them rather than like a parent being like, you should go to this thing. Um, And then it was that thing of like I saw them and I was like, oh my god, this band are cool. And then you know, oh what a a neat music sound they do. And then one of my friend's mums was like, oh is that Biffy Clary? Yeah, I've seen them eight times. Jeez. (laughs) I was like, oh okay. I like I forget how much of a career they had. Are you, what's your what's your best? My best favorite song by them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's gonna be that golden rule. I knew I exactly what you were talking about yeah, as soon as you yeah, yeah. <laughs> And the ending is just so good. Dun 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 dun. Yeah, yeah. Dun, dun. And they're all like all stood there with their shirts off, as as always. Yeah. Um, this should have what... been uh, that should have been on um, Guitar Hero. That oh, was fucking great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Dun 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 dun. Oh, what a bop! What a bop! Yeah, yeah like a bit of I've only realised recently that I'm actually quite a big fan of theirs because it's one of those bands where I'm like, yeah, I can take them or leave them. But then when I actually YouTube or Spotify their songs, I realised they've actually got so many good songs, so many yeah. like well-known um, songs. So there you go. Proper good. Proper yeah, good. Good little band. Uh, how's your week been, dude? What's going on? This is been... handheld. Hi, here is a handheld podcast where we talk about handheld gaming and also um, Biffy Claro as well, when we feel so inclined. Uh, this week, in terms of gaming, actually, we're going to go straight in and talk about some gaming stuff, you know. Uh, whoa, what's going on? What's going on? Oh, God. Chris has been kidnapped. Uh, Chris. No, I'm not, I'm not being kidnapped. I just think you're on my headphones because I was worried about uh, the feedback. Is that okay? Uh, no, it sounds like you're talking to me from 2003 on a dial-up modem. So that's good. Okay. Okay, let me turn them off. One second. Uh, shocking. Trying uh, to be wow. professional, Colin. So that was literally. You need to listen back to that. That was the most unsubtle thing ever. <laughs> Go from crystal clear to like. <laughs> Colin. Oh, no. Brilliant. Um, I've actually been playing a game. It's uh, a free game which you find on the old App Store or Google Play Store, and whichever you're uh, inclined. And it's from Good Job Games, and it's a very basic free-to-play game where you are a character and it's sort of like um 
I don't know if it's, is it called Total Wipeout? What's that? Um, something Ultimate Warrior, I think it's called, where you get those people who do those obstacle courses, and it's like ridiculous obstacles where they've got to climb over things and lift their body weights and like monkey bars and stuff like that. It's called Epic Race, and you're a nondescript character, and you're racing against supposedly other people from all around the world, but you know you always do question whether you actually are because you win every single time. Oh, and maybe you've got it's great. Yeah, you got to run an obstacle course, but the only control is when you tap the screen, your character moves. And when you take your thumb off the screen or finger off the screen, he stops moving. And you've got to try and get around the obstacles. You've got to time your moves and your runs perfectly because if you hit one of the obstacles, you start from the beginning again. It's oddly addictive. It's a very basic and simple idea. Um, and the adverts are a bit annoying and quite intrusive because every time you do a race, you get one of those horrible pop-ups where it's like, buy this other game download this other game and then you can't skip it but when the skip button appears it's really small in the corner and hard to click um but i've been enjoying it it's a waste of a bit of time um i mean on average i probably play it for about 60 seconds and then put it down but it's actually yeah as i said surprisingly addictive uh, i don't know how much longer it'll keep my interest but if you're looking for a free game to entertain you whilst you're i don't know waiting for a bus or waiting for the dentist or on your way to work or on your break from work would definitely recommend it's called epic race and it's free and i'm not sure whether it's on android but it's obviously definitely on ios so that's what i've been playing um you talking about adverts for other games there yes if we at some point in the near future before the meme dies down (laughs) we need to do an episode where we play and review raid shadow legends because I don't know if your YouTube is like mine, but I just get advertised this game constantly, like nonstop. Raid Shadow Legends, Raid Shadow Legends, Raid Shadow Legends. Like, and I sort of feel like we need to give it a go because it's not going away anytime soon. Oh, yeah, I have some adverts for this one. Is it the one where it says, play Raid Shadow Legends now? Yeah, yeah. That's and it's it like um, the adverts, some of the adverts are like, the characters like sat in a meeting room or whatever, like talking about like he always used to pick me, but now he wants a paladin or some some shit like that. <laughs> some nerd dweeb shit. Am I right? No. Uh, am I right? Am I right? Losers. Um well yes, maybe one day when we finally come to the final ever episode of Heroes of Handtail, we'll have to play that and see yeah. what the hype was all about, you know? Yeah, yeah, okay. And yeah. also one last thing I've been playing more of this week is Harry Potter Wizards Unite from Niantic, which Still flying the flag for that as much as it seems that no one else likes to play it or is playing it as much as Pokemon Go. Uh, I'm back playing it because there is a new event, which I'll get to in the new section. Um, So I've been playing that a bit more. Unfortunately, I've said this before, with Wizards Unite, I only get the inclination or the desire to play it when there is a brilliant event on. Outside of the events, there's not really much reason for me to go back in, um, which is annoying. Um, But luckily they seem to have clocked this and there are events constantly so we had the valentine's one lost love part one and two in february uh we had one in oh, what was the january one i think it was um it was to do with dumbledore in january it was uh dumbledore fun, uh, found the balls and voldemort so it's like good and evil was the january one and now we've got a circus one in march which i'll come to in a moment so that's what i've been playing this week chris what have you been playing this week man uh, I've been 
I'll be honest with you, mate. I've been bad. We 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 were very lovingly sent a code for a game called Blood Roots, which I meant to start and I just haven't been able to because life has been horrendous. I've just had loads of stuff going on. I have dabbled. I played a little bit of Overcooked on the weekend uh, when I just needed like something to you know something to zonk out to. Um, so I played a little bit of that, but really i've not been i've not been doing loads of switch stuff mate i've been i've been a bad boy i've been reading books i've been outside in the world feeling the grass between my toes you know so yeah but i am going away um next week so i might take my switch with me and maybe play some games on the plane slash uh on those lonely long train journeys we'll see how we get on you definitely should man yeah i mean also that's assuming I get to go away next week because as yeah. we'll talk about in the new section, uh, which we are kind of slowly slipping into now, uh, coronavirus is currently running rife through everything that anyone has ever loved. And Wait. the big breaking news that's on today's uh, today's podo is this... Um, hey, Colin, you had this little thing called E3. Oh, yeah, yeah, we talk about that every now and then. Yeah, yeah so, like... This PlayStation is... don't, Sony don't care about it anymore, but we still cared. Yeah, we still cared. And this was going to be the year that we were going to really, really boost our presence there as well. <laughs> yeah, um, we had the stool booked and everything. And that's it's typical, really, isn't it? So E3 have announced on Twitter, although it kind of fizzled out. Like people started sharing about it last night. Um, but E3 have now tweeted that uh, after careful consultation with uh, member companies regarding health and safety, uh, E3 will not be going ahead. Uh, it was scheduled for June the 9th through to the 11th in um, da, 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 uh, in Los Angeles. And people are talking, have asked them on Twitter uh, what's going to happen. And they sort of said, we might try and do some stuff online about it. Uh, they're going to contact everyone to look at refunds or to get credit towards the 2021 show. They're already saying they'll be back next year. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I mean... This vi- I mean, obviously, this coronavirus stuff is very intense, um, mm. and it must be a huge decision. But it's it's quite far away. Like, ju- like to cancel something that's happening in June really must mean that they are like, I mean, they're being very cautious. And I guess it's because, you know, presumably it's the if they the longer they leave it, the, the greater the risk that people won't have enough notice to cancel like hotels and flights and stuff um but yeah i sort of i mean did you expect them to cancel i mean i'm not surprised because there's there's been rumblings and rumors about this for the past couple of weeks and we had uh, obviously playstation weren't going to be there again this year and there was a couple of other game developers who also weren't going to be there was it devolver who put out a one i think it was devolver or one developer put a tweet out actually telling people not to come to e3 before it'd been cancelled because of the whole coronavirus oh, outbreak really? yeah um i mean it's not a surprise at all this is happening quite a lot i mean the problem is even if if it had gone ahead there probably would have been so many people who had wanted refunds who couldn't have traveled for various reasons because of how it's affected people in other countries and stuff like that um financially it probably does make sense i mean you say it's a bit early but what's it now march uh so it's uh what's it march april major so it's three months away still and i mean currently i know you know the media likes to overhype these things and Makes seems things seem a lot worse than they actually are, but you know it does seem like it's on an upwards trend at the moment with more people um, catching it and them testing more people. So, 
you know, in June, we could be at a point where it's sort of stagnated and it's just, you know, this leveled off. Or we could be at a point where it's getting worse and worse. And, you know, rather they cancel it now than much yeah, nearer the time the when... Do, yeah, doing it now gives people a chance to, like... Because it's really going to hurt a lot of, like, developers and studios. But at least doing it now gives them a chance to work out what they... When they want to announce things. As opposed to, like you say, if they cancelled it, like, the week before or whatever, then that, like, sent... That's a much more, like, disrespectful thing to do. Whereas this is... You know, it comes from a place of sadness, but also from a place of wanting to do the best for everyone who is like involved in the show. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's not just obviously the game industry that's um, been actually t- continuing on the um, E3 cancellation. Just looking at the article here, I, I think Xbox are saying that they're going to try and do some sort of event to showcase their up. Um, their upcoming releases which will be an online similar to what Nintendo do with the Nintendo yeah. Directs um, so that's going to be interesting but it's, it's quite interesting saying that um, they're still looking forward to, this is from the um, event organisers who is the um, ESA the Event Entertainment Software Association uh, they put out a statement about it being cancelled and when they mentioned 2021 the line which is quite interesting we look forward to bringing you E3 2021 as a reimagined event that brings fans media and industry together in a showcase that celebrates the global video game industry and the the important or the interesting part of that is they say a reimagined event so i don't know whether that means they're going to change the whole you know outlook of E3 and how it um, plays out and I don't know, it's just interesting that they've actually said it's going to be reimagined. So we wait and see what that means. I mean, you know, it's hard to predict 2021. You'd imagine by then this whole coronavirus hype, which has sort of taken over the world because it's such a new thing and lots of people getting infected by it, will have died out or, you know, slowed down by then. But you don't know. You know, they might have to, you know, make make it less about people going to an actual conference, make it more an online thing. I don't know. So we shall see. Yeah, uh, maybe, like you say, maybe it's um, it's obviously it's very it's very sad and very difficult time. But it does, like you say, it could provide like a bit of a junction for what E three do next and how they uh, how they think about. Because also, like we as a, I mean, not to get too blah 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 political. <laughs> this isn't really the show for that. But we as a planet, like, should be thinking about how we handle like getting large groups of people together for things because when you think of something like e3 and how many millions of miles like of air miles people collate by flying to this show when you could do a lot of it online is like well mm. you know like it's not there's a lot there's a, there's a lot of very strong you know i i've ne- obviously we've never been we kind of joke about it a lot but we've like we've never been and i would have like no intention of going unless like someone paid us which obviously is never going to happen anytime soon but like my point is these sorts of big events are useful for a lot of people but they are also very like kind of like a traditional way of doing it i guess yeah we're definitely yeah you know it's bad for it like it's bad for the planet as well so we're definitely in a world now where we are in a position where years gone by obviously these conferences were where where you know all these big announcements would be made it makes me think of you know back in the day when you go to the cinema and before when you're watching the trailers that'd be the one time that you'd see all the trailers for upcoming films that's the one yeah. time you see it but now most of the trailers that you see are are leaked beforehand on well not leaked but they're released on youtube or 
you know, on Facebook ads and things like that. So there's not that big thrill. So it's sort of a similar thing, as you say, like the a traditional conference doesn't necessarily have to be in its traditional form anymore. It could just be all online, like Nintendo does with Nintendo Directs. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. I mean, the whole the issue is obviously that lots of people being in one space. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's sad. Obviously, ever since we started this podcast has been e3 every year and we've discussed the announcements and stuff but i'm sure even though there won't be an e3 we'll still get um, each individual developer publisher doing their own sort of mini event or something like that to announce what they're working on yeah uh, but i mean i guess in a way this could be the way this could be how e3 gets imagined because this one year where it's not taking place and these developers will have to think of other ways of pushing their latest the news of their latest releases out to the public and if that goes well they might think oh I, we don't need to go to e3 we've got this better platform to be yeah. at so someone you know, very savvy is going to organize some sort of video um uh like online e3 aren't they like some someone over the next few days is going to get on that and is going to really like become the uh the place for it so yeah we'll see how it goes i guess yeah it's interesting and we'll wait and see what happens with that yeah. but uh i'll bought your boys colin and chris will keep you in the know about that oh, and boy. speaking of in the know colin yeah what's going on with wizard unite you mentioned well, it earlier oh as i alluded to people are back playing it again because there is a new event oh boy and the march event is circus calamitous week one and i believe these are all characters that are found in the world of um fantastic beasts and where to find them featuring our boy newt scalamander scamander um i think the second one which was called um grindelwald's Oh, the crimes of grindelwald crimes of grindelwald that was it there was a scene i've only seen it once and it, i think it was a couple of years ago now but there was a scene with a circus and there's various freaks and oddities and things like that uh and this is all relating to that so appearing more frequently well, i'm not even going to try and pronounce the names of all these weird characters but it's basically all oddities from the wizarding world um as a fire breather there's a, a thing that looks a bit like a lion there's a, a circus master and there's a house elf they're all the things I can actually pronounce. So uh, for the first week, it runs from the 10th of March, which was yesterday, until the 17th of March. So it's going to run for a week. Uh, there'll be, obviously, as usual, 3K port keys, brilliant foundables, brilliant runestones, and brilliant events as well. Uh, and you also get a free um, store pack. So if you go to the store, you get a free pack, you get two Dittany, one Wormwood, which are um, potion ingredients, and also 25 spell energy, which is cool as well. And rewards up to 15 restricted section books and five spell books, which you need to level up your profession in Harry Potter Wizards Unite, which is very, very important. Um, so yeah, it's, you know, it's a, it's a brilliant event. You know, same as before. Um, there's different, as I said, there's different quests and different tasks you have to do to get XP and certain um, certain extra foundables. And the second week starts. There's normally a week gap, and then the second week begins. So I would imagine that the second week will start on the 24th of March. I would imagine, but uh, that's happening at the moment, and it's got me back into playing the game again, which. You know, in between these events, I do struggle to find motivation to actually play it, unfortunately. Um, so, yeah, so that's good. It's called the Circus Calamitous event, and it's happening now on Wizards Unite. And would recommend you go and check it out and support your boys at Niantic. 
Yeah. Yes, because they really need. Uh, they need all the money. <laughs> they need it all. Right. Are they going to crash? Crash and burn. I'm glad you're enjoying it. It sounds sounds interesting, and it's kind of like it's interesting seeing them acknowledge Fantastic Beasts as a source for things as well, because that's like you know obviously incredibly popular films but not as popular as harry potter in terms of like people's knowledge of the creatures and stuff which is what which makes it more interesting for me actually because it's not stuff you'd expect you know potentially expect um and i mean it's canon it's part of the harry potter extended mm. universe so yeah it's good them I, I do feel with pokemon go they always release new pokemon don't they where um you know it's different um regions of pokemon yeah. and i feel with harry potter they may eventually struggle to find new things to put in they might scrape the bottom of the barrel but you know it's good and earlier i caught a whomping willow which was very wow. good you don't get many of those they're very rare so that was fun congratulations uh, speaking anyway. of, of rare yeah on pokemon go i had two 10k eggs and i, I very rarely play pokemon go but i turned it on to check my eggs and I hatched the uh, one Axew, which is that green thing with a sword in its mouth. And I hatched a, um, is it called like Zwayu? Dwayu, the like dark dragon thing, which is super rare as well. Oh, and I've yeah. just got to walk them for 100 million years. <laughs> then you'll be able to get the new form. Honestly, I don't know the name of any of the Pokemon. I just, I know them by how they look. That one looks a bit like a dog. That one looks a bit like a cat. Yeah, that, one looks like, that one looks like a man, a weird dog holding a plank of wood. So that's how I describe them. Ah, but well, dog, well done. My favorite. Thank you, mate. Um, do you want some more, some more newsy, newsy, news, news? I've yeah. got two little, uh, two little something, somethings here. Um, yes. The first of which is that uh, the first Animal Crossing New Horizons review is in. And this is because uh, Famitsu, the Japanese video game uh, iconic magazine, have put their uh, publicised review out. And the way Famitsu does it is four reviewers each score the game out of 10, and then you add the scores up together. And a Famitsu 40 is like, obviously, you know, I, not a lot of games have got that. Um, only 26 have in, in uh, Famitsu's history. This is according to NintendoLife.com, including basically lots of Zelda titles, uh, Ocarina of Time, Wind Waker, Skyward Sword... Also, Super Smash Bros. Brawl and Kid Icarus Uprising. Uh, Animal Crossing New Leaf, which was the 3DS one, received 39 out of 40. And Animal Crossing New Horizons, Colin, has received 38 out of 40. Two nines and two tens. Now, wow. this is, uh, I mean, this to me, I feel like the difference between 9 out of 10 and a 10 out of 10 game is very minor. And so the fact that uh, it's, you know, that high up in the charts... Makes me feel like it's, um, you know, going to be quite a good game. I am still very much looking forward to it. My, my yeah. issue is, right, here's, you want to talk about, you want to talk about admin, babe. Let's do some admin here. I'm going away on holiday next week. I'm going to Germany and I come back on Friday and that is when Animal Crossing launches. Now, do I preload it? Do I pre-order it do i buy it like am i realistically gonna play it on that weekend like i yeah. don't know it's quite but then i do love animal crossing and the idea of me not owning it makes me feel kind of sick and sweaty but surely with the switch the beauty is you can take it wherever you go so you can play it no matter what you're doing yeah and i guess i could preload it but then that means taking it away on holiday and like, like 
I have taken my Switch on holiday before and then just not touched it. Yeah, I'm like that as well. When Whenever I've gone on holiday and taken the Switch, it just stays in the case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love my Switch. Yeah. And it's not it's not an indictment of that. It's because it's like you're busy, you know, drinking German beer and uh, eating German sausages. Hookers and blow, hookers and blow, you know. Yeah, you yeah, yeah, my my, my favourite. So, um, <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll preload it and I'll just have a massive session on that Saturday night. Smash out a session. Oh, it's going to be so good though. Are you going to come to my island? Do you want to come fishing with me? Yeah, maybe not. Um, Rude. What's what's interesting is what makes someone give a game a nine rather than a ten. So it'd be interesting to know what aspect of the game has made them just give it one mark lower than a perfect score. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, once the review is up and up, we will, we'll find out and it'll get translated over the next couple of days. So we'll probably, uh, well, I'm aware next week, but you might be able to talk about it next week or someone will be able to talk about it next week. Um, yeah. Or we, or we won't because it depends what happens this week. But the only other little bit of news from me uh, is that obviously uh, today... Um, What's the date today? March 11th. It is the 11th of March. Yesterday yeah. was March the 10th, which is sometimes known as uh, Mar 10 or Mario Day, because one zero looks like IO, allegedly. And the Lego group have announced a collaboration with Nintendo to be making Super Mario Lego. We don't actually really know anything about this, um, apart from that there's like a very short teaser video, which you can watch from here panel.wordpress.com, which kind of suggests that, because I'm just watching it now, the chest is like animated, so it looks like there might be a kind of electronic component to this. It's not just figures, but one assumes there'll be figures as well. Uh, one hopes there'll be figures as well. Um, but yeah, quite a big, uh, quite a big collab, I would say. Yeah, I like the uh, little image of Mario. Yeah, it's it's cute. cute. Let's have a quick look, little watch of that video. Oh, that's where that audio comes from. <laughs> it's like a Skype call. Actually, that's a creepy Mario smile. Yeah, it's quite, it's quite creepy. Quite creepy. Um, I saw. Was it? I think I saw the other day that Lego has made like record profits this year. Really? Was that Lego? Let's have a look. I heard something on the news about how it's it's literally just like killing it. Every here we go. Uh, Lego shines light in global toy market with record sales. How much did they make? Uh, their net profit has increased. The world's largest toy maker by sales and profits benefited from strong demand for its sets, such as police stations and Harry Potter locations, lifting revenue 6% to $5.8 billion. Net profit increased by 3%. That wow. is, in this day and age, that, it's so rare to hear about companies that are doing really well and making, you know, making more money. But Lego just absolutely killing it at the moment with all their different um, collabs and stuff. It's, just, it's great. It's good to hear, actually. It's nice mm. to hear when you do well. I also heard that Greg's have made a profit, like ridiculous amount of profit from the past year. So Greg is, I, I, I very firmly believe that Greg's is one of the best British companies at the moment because the way they treat their workers is, as allegedly, according to articles, is incredible. And the fact that like a job, a role like that could be, you know, other companies would make people who work in that profession feel like you know horrendous and they don't do zero hour contracts um and they do paid statutory sick leave from the first day off especially at the moment with coronavirus and they're pushing all the vegan stuff honest fuck greg's are incredible like greg's could have been the shittest company in the world and actually like you know they are so cool what a great what a great 
got a great thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's just weird, isn't it, when you think about it? Like, when you come down to the bare bones of it, Greg's is just a baker's. They sell yeah, sausage yeah. rolls and, and cakes and drinks and stuff, but they, they've just clocked in to like a, a mi- something that was missing in the market. Like, I don't know what it is. Like, you, they get all these bakers everywhere in every town, but Greg's just does it right somehow. It always smells so good and it's just always so yeah. busy. Always so busy in um, in Greg's. You never see one quiet. So, yeah. yeah and the other play. thing is, as well, is like it proves that you can treat people well and still charge very little for the food because like you know there is an argument i'm sure that places like mcdonald's well you know the the food is uh super cheap there and it comes at the cost of like treating workers not in a always great way but then it's like well greg's manage it and like greg's food is like like nothing in greg's is more than two pounds really so it's just like, yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Sorry, I mean, I did, don't, not to get too off on a tangent, but I just think Greg's the fucking best. I fancy a sausage roll now. Have you tried yeah. one of it? Have you tried one of their vegan ones? I've not actually tried one. Yeah, vegan sausage roll, very good. good. Vegan steak good. was very good. Oh, nice. It's good to hear. Yeah, man. Cool. Uh, I think Nintendo have just released a statement about um, the cancellation of E3. Ooh. Should we read it? So this is a statement from a Nintendo spokesperson. Here we go. Nintendo supports the ESA's decision to cancel this year's E3 to help protect the health and safety of everyone in our industry, our fans, our employees, our exhibitors, and our long-term, uh, long-time E3 partners. We would like to express our concern and support for all those affected by the COVID-19 outbreak during this challenging time. We'll continue to be flexible and redirect our efforts to other ways of keeping our fans up to date about our activities and products. Because of COVID-19, uh, because of the COVID-19 outbreak, large industry events may be untenable for the foreseeable future. But we are considering various ways to engage with our fans and we'll have more to share as the year continues. So there you go. Mm. I guess that means more Nintendo Directs. Woo! Yeah, which I mean, you know, I think shrewd, I... shrewd move from them, I think. Of all the um, developers, I think this is going to hit Nintendo the least, just because of how they do. Uh, there's they have other ways of interacting with fans and announcing their big, their next big releases and stuff like that. So I don't think it's going to affect them as much as other companies. Um, yeah. And obviously, PlayStation were doing their own event as they did last year. So I really, the balls in xbox and microsoft's court as to how they're going to tackle it because e3 is always the place where they revealed all the big games and all the big new stuff so interesting to see what they're going to do it be very yeah. interesting mm-hmm. yeah we'll go i guess right so chris what are you going to be playing this week are you going to take are you going to take your switch on holiday with you or i'm not going to take on holiday with me no. uh but i am going to play i'm going to play some blood roots probably when we're done on this pod if i'm honest with you um Yes, and I will play some more Overcooked, and I might dabble. I have been messing a little bit with Stardew since the update, so I might play some more of that as well because I've changed how gravel works. So I need to uh, rearrange the old mayonnaise house a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. I have no idea what you're saying. No, that's fair enough. What about you? Well, I want to get into that game which I've forgotten the name of, where you gave me a code for it. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'll play that and talk about it. Well, maybe not next week, maybe in two weeks when um, Chris is back and we're back to full force because as Chris isn't here next week, we'll have to uh, see what's going to go down. Yeah. So two weeks we'll back and then another week off. 
Part-timers what we are. Part-timers. <laughs> nice. Anywho, so thank you for listening, everybody, to Heroes of Handheld. We like to talk about handheld gaming every week, and we love the fact that you chose to listen to us by downloading, by streaming, by doing whatever you need to do to get your podcast. But you can find us on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Spotify, wherever there is a good podcast catching app, we will be there. You can find all our previous episodes on our website, heroesofhandheld.wordpress.com. You can tweet us at handheldpodcast. You can email us, heroesofhandheld at gmail.com. We're on Facebook. You just need to Google Heroes of Handheld Podcast and we will appear magically before your eyes. So, on that note, it's time to head off and uh, buy a cheap face mask. (laughs) Or not. (laughs) Very good. Uh, Thank you for listening, everybody. Have a great week. Goodbye. Love you, bye.